0: Everybody reads the reviews on Airbnb, VRBO, and when you get some bad reviews, you go down in the rankings and people don't wanna rent your place and then vice versa, it hits the flip. So that's really probably one of the biggest challenges of self-managing your short-term rental is managing tenants, make sure they have a great experience. So again, those reviews are, are what it's all about. Absolutely. What's up, man? Here we are, buddy. There we are. Once again, me and you, two dudes on a couch. Rooftop lid. Yeah, there we are, buddy. And we are at your Airbnb rental, which happens to be what we'll be talking about today. Yeah, yeah. You've been crashing here. Uh, Not welcome, guest, for free. Yeah, well... Yeah. Let's talk about that. No, yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Uninvited guests. <laughs> I mean, now you got the door code and here you were. It just showed up one day. There eh? I am. And just so yeah. you know, he doesn't change his door code. So if you stay here once, you can stay here whenever you want. Oh, man. cats out of the true. bag. True, though. Yeah. yeah. They l- clearly, we'll let literally anybody in the house. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> homeless are taking over here. <laughs> yeah. God, what are squatters' rights here? Um, lots. lots. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I got one right here. Yeah. You grew out your hair. You started with a buzz cut, I believe, the minute that you had first gotten into here. And look at you now. Look at at me. Look at me now, Mom. Yeah. I made it. Slick back hair. I made it, Mom. There it is. So, yeah, today we're going to talk about Airbnb, your experience buying this one. It's the first one that (laughs) has been added to the portfolio. So it will kind of let you talk a lot about your experiences. I'll just sit back, maybe take a little nap, and yeah, maybe make a cocktail, hang out, right. ask me one, and hey, you good. stay busy, buddy. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So yeah, let's uh start off. What attracted you to Airbnb or short-term rentals, we should say. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I really just kind of got, I stumbled into this. um Yeah, and and I'd also call it short, short-term rental. Everybody calls it Airbnb or whatever because yeah. it's a name title, but. I have it listed on Airbnb, VRBO, there's booking.com, Marriott now has homes and villas and things like oh, that yeah. that you can rent through as well. Uh, and then you can do even direct booking too, but uh, we won't dive too much into the intricacies of that and, and benefits of each of the different platforms. But really for here, year, uh, it wasn't something that I had necessarily planned was living uh in a studio apartment uh, down the street that i'd moved out of the bay area during middle of covid uh and just wanted to move toward the beach didn't know if i was going to be in san diego wanted to test it out no one knew what the heck was going on with covid uh so just kind of moved there got my feet wet here in san diego and then at a certain point said okay i'm looking for primary residence get more space uh you know have some some yard some area for my dog Mainly, mainly him is what I'm looking for, you know, (laughs) um, and came Mission Beach is, is where we are today in San Diego, which is this little strip of land between the ocean and the bay that's behind us here. And initially wasn't really looking, but went and checked out this house and just fell in love. Uh, and with that though, it happened to be two houses, uh, on a single plot of land, a duplex, uh, but two APN numbers. So... Uh, the seller only wanted to sell um, both properties together, which uh, it was March, 2022. Uh, So that was kind of the prime area of real estate. It was hitting that boom. And so it was a bit of a benefit to have them sold together because when it was initially one, they were getting, I mean, literally, I think 70 offers and seller said, all right, I only want to sell them both together, even though that's two APN numbers, so you could sell them off one by one. Uh, so with that, it ended up shrinking the, the pool of being able to acquire this place and uh, just absolutely loved it. It's got a rooftop, it, it has hot tubs on the roof. Uh, something that when I was looking and dreaming and, and even riding my goals in life for years, it was I live at the beach and I have a, a rooftop. Uh, and then the creme de la creme was sort of like a oh I have a hot tub on the roof like <laughs> is that a realistic goal You know, we can talk about it, but I saw all these things and man. I, I got to have it um, And so with that I, I started to recognize that I could do short-term rental on this side and live on my primary residence on that side look at the financials of it and recognize that I can pay at that time I was thinking some of my mortgage Help subsidize my side with the income from this side. You know, so meaning that I'm paying the mortgage on this side, expenses, everything. And on top of that, there's some money left over to go pay my mortgage as well. Uh, And what I've found out actually and how it's performed and and through some optimization is that this real estate, this asset, this income is now able to cover both mortgages. Yeah, that's a, a good segue into um, on a high level view, what are kind of the stats look like in regards to what you'd be able to get for rent on this place as a long-term rental, as a <laughs> six-month, 12-month rental yeah. versus what you're getting now as a, as a short-term rental? Yeah, that's a good question. So thank you. Well, you are just a phenomenal <laughs> question asked here. But, hey, you sit back. Bring that yeah. cocktail out, buddy. I just woke up from a nap, so I figured I'd throw, <laughs> throw something in. I know. The homeless are really <laughs> really getting lazy these days, huh? Just taking over houses, <laughs> asking random questions yes. to strangers. Good questions, though. Yeah, great question. Thank you. <clears throat> so, yeah, obviously there's a lot less management when you look at long-term rental. You're usually signing 12-month lease. Uh, people are just kind of taking care of the place and it's a little bit more hands off with that. But, uh, with that, if you go short term rental style, what I've seen is that you can make uh, on an income perspective, you can go three to four times, uh, what you can make on long-term rental. That's pretty significant. Uh, it's massive. Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes from, uh, not covering your mortgage to now covering both mortgages. Yeah, so realistically, it wouldn't really make any sense for you to buy both sides of this townhouse if you're just doing this as a long term rental. You know, I mean, you know, guys, it depends what your goals and, and aspirations were. Yeah. Um, there is a lot more management associated with short term rental, it's, it's running a hotel. I mean, really, what, what it comes down to, you are running a, a hotel. And you got to recognize that there's a lot of aspects of that. You can find property managers uh, or you can self-manage. And I've elected to self-manage a few different reasons, but, uh, for starters, a property manager is going to take roughly about 20% of your, of your income. Uh, on the low end, I've, I've heard stuff up to 30, 30 plus percent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because they'll also charge some of the other fees and things like that. So that's a, a significant impact. Um, but also recognizing that it is it is management. It is working with guests, things like that. There's uh, things that I'll talk about here in a second of, of how to facilitate, how to make things easier for you. But there was a lot of learnings from it. And then secondly, you know, I'm next door. I, I can hop over, deal with tenants, uh, help facilitate maintenance, look on cleaners, things like that. Um, so those are some of the, the big pieces for me that I decided to self-manage. And then third, kind of back to what we had talked about, just any sort of property manager, they don't care about the place like you do. Yeah. I, you know, I live next door, it's my house as well, my area. So I'm over here picking up trash. I'm I'm facilitating guests. I'm making sure that somebody's not too loud. Uh, and you would hope that a property manager just has that level of care and consideration. And the fact is, they're just they're not. It's not their house. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the reasons why I, why I had really decided to to bring this in house. Um, so what are some of those pieces of the, to the puzzle to be able to manage a short term rental on your own? Yeah. So. There's, uh, there are some big pieces, big learning lessons. When I had first started out, it was a uh, trial by fire, really. <laughs> it was, I don't know what I'm doing in this short term rental space. Uh, what, what do I need? What are the pieces of the puzzle to make it that I'm not spending half a day every day here to try to facilitate things? So, uh, you know, first one was, was cleaners. So if you have a good cleaner, good cleaning crew, one that ideally you have a crew, one manager, and then a crew that helps to do the work, that was a, a big piece for me. So, And one that doesn't want to come over to your side to chat with you. I, I like uh, ones that just kind of get in, get their work done and and get out. Um, so, you know, in the end, that that's a big piece because it, Guests are gonna want obviously a very clean space when it looks tidy, when there's that fresh scent coming in, that is first impression. And that sets things off correctly for tenants and reviews, positive impact, all of that, that I'll touch on one of those other learning lessons as well of reviews and how you, you get maybe some, some positive reviews there. Cause that is kind of your marketing. Everybody reads the reviews on Airbnb, VRBO, uh, and when you get some bad reviews, you go down in the rankings and people don't want to rent your place and then vice versa, if it it's yeah. the flip. So Dude, that's really probably one of the biggest challenges of self-managing your short-term rental is managing tenants, make sure they have a great experience. So again, those reviews are, are what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even, you know, really kind of having a lot of, uh, I'll say touch, touches at the beginning. I met all of my guests at the beginning. I met them, walked them through the place, told them how to use specific things, any questions, shook their hand. They saw me, I'm a real person. Hey, by the way, it would really mean a lot to me. I'm just starting out here and and uh, it would mean a lot to me if, if you gave me a, a five-star review at the end, uh, if you felt like it was it was worthy. Um, so that was, you know, cleaning piece was was one of those puzzle pieces maintenance. you're gonna have maintenance issues. people are are gonna screw up your house. unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I've I've had my fair share uh, little bit of a tangent, kind of you know bad guests we'll, we'll call them. Most are good. there's bad guests, but had one and that uh, get these messages in the morning from this guest, hey this place is is disgusting. it's dirty everywhere. Uh, it was so hot in this building that I opened the window and there wasn't a screen and all my body got eaten by bugs. <laughs> and this was my first really, really bad complaint. And I, I took it to heart. This has been my, my blood, sweat, tears for months. Cause I took this property and renovated it and, and got it up and running. And, and these was probably first month of, of me running the place. And it was really to heart. And he, I go, okay, let's meet, I'm next door. Uh, He doesn't meet me. He sends his sister and her boyfriend down to meet me. They don't allow me in. They're oh, there's a baby inside sleeping. Oh, okay, you know, me being ignorant at the time, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, these guys gotta be legitimate. And and they go on a rant about how it's dirty and blah, 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 and I I went out of my way to say, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'll have a cleaner here, you know, today. Uh, I'll clean it myself, even you know what what's wrong? All oh, the bugs too. we're gonna leave today. This place is just not I, I can't believe that that you're selling this place to to these people. Uh, and I was like, man, that's a little harsh, but okay whatever. <laughs> um, and so they end up you know leaving and I come to find out later on that they've uh, put a hole through the wall in the in the kitchen area Uh, they really were just trying to complain and get out of paying for any extra nights because they wanted air conditioning because they were some fat sons of bitches. (laughs) 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 uh, And I was confused as well, thinking back at it because he was talking about, yeah, we were in the bunk bed room. And then it comes out that uh, somehow they had four people in a bunk bed situation. Uh, and I'm sitting there wondering, like, so you had what, like two big people in the top bunk and (laughs) man, that's some impressive structure on this thing. I'm surprised it didn't collapse and let's all close the door and open the window and eat and get eaten by bugs. (laughs) Uh, so unfortunately you're going to have those, those crappy tenants. You're going to have those, uh, challenging reviews and, and, you know, all you got to do is just kind of put a smile on and say, okay, you know, to, to fight another day and, yeah. and focus on the good tenants. No. Like you said, the, the bad are kind of few and far between, at least at this point from your experience. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get them from time to time and you just become better at it over time and, and you let it, you don't let it affect you as much is, yeah. is a big piece of that too. Yeah. Somebody decided to fall asleep and puke in, in the master shower, which clogged the drain and flooded the <laughs> the the house here. And it was like, you know what? Well, I'll just address it and get it done. And Uh, and I did. Yeah, exactly. So, um, cleaning, maintenance, tenant management, and guest communication, uh, were kind of some of those, those big pieces. Uh, pricing was a big one. So what about softwares and how to price things out? Yeah. So when I was, you know, again, starting out, and I get this thing released out into the wild right around just before 4th of July, which is huge here in in San Diego. Uh, All of a sudden I'm getting these bookings and I'm realizing, oh man, uh, there's like three bookings in 24 hours, my price is bad. You know, I I got it too low, I got to jack it up. Uh, And it was me manually going in and doing these things through, you know, Airbnb at that time was just all, all I had set up. And like, this is crazy, like hotels have softwares, hotels have teams to focus on their pricing, like the big national uh, companies. And so I realized that the dynamic pricing tool was was really the right uh, route for me, which essentially uh, uses statistics and demand to raise and lower your pricing. It's hands-off, it integrates into Airbnb, Airbnb, VRBO, the others. so you would set at least the one that i use is price labs i also use something called uh, wheelhouse Uh, both are similar price labs i've I've found to be i like the interface Uh, it integrates a little bit more than than wheelhouse but you know they're all kind of getting to that same sort of level but um, anyway so you set a base price and then that demand fluctuates and then you can set specific parameters you can get pretty intricate with it as far as oh i have an occupancy lower than this yeah uh let's you know drive up the the rates or whatever if all of a sudden i have a lot more vacancies they'll lower my pricing so that my occupancy goes up yeah man that's wild just how technology has really revolutionized a lot of different aspects of real estate but something like this where like i said you uh subscribe to the software and then It does all that work that would have took you hours of researching what's going on and then plus you'd have to set up some probably excel spreadsheets when it comes to calculating vacancies and how it's having an impact on what the rent rates are and whatnot so having that software man that's that's huge it was really big uh i mean it's it ends up being a full-time job you're trying to manually do that and that was another piece of when you're if you do go the route of property managers for instance one of my questions as I was interviewing people was, what, what softwares do you use? What pricing tools do you use? And there were far too many, in my opinion, that were saying, ah, oh, I compared them to a dynamic pricing tool, and, and my manual pricing <laughs> has performed much better. I'm like, yeah. first of all, congrats to you, amazing. I'm not convinced that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you're relying on a human now to go do what what software is is able to do and uh, automatically and engage and it's taking all this data in that a human doesn't really have, right? Yeah. Um, so that would be one of the big pieces for me. If you're interviewing folks, uh, make sure to ask what software is. So, uh, you know, cleaning, pricing, maintenance, tenant communication tenant management uh comes out into now uh, bundled into let's say a software yeah so like property management softwares have really helped me to take that workload off uh so basically i use i've used both hospitable and Guesty. i currently use Guesty. i liked hospitable as well uh but that software will allow you to uh, integrate your pricing tools so i still use price labs that has a dynamic pricing tool Uh, my cleaners are connected into my guestie so anytime there's a new reservation it automatically sends her a text and an email that then she communicates to her team in cleaners so completely automated completely hands-off for me Uh, maintenance i can have in there as well Um, Let's see, scheduling, my calendar, they can all see that. I can add team members. If I had a bunch of different short-term rentals, it kind of breaks it out. Um, So that tool has been really, uh, really nice for me. You can integrate smart locks into it as well. So it'll automatically push a new door code so you think about that you really recognize that all of a sudden I don't, I don't really need to be next door absolutely yeah. I could be kind of wherever to help facilitate some of these things and it's kind of doing it I'll say automatically but you know more or less yeah um, and then the tenant communication so all the tenant communication drops into uh, a single unified inbox yeah uh, along with your calendars so if if I have listings on Airbnb VRBO um, booking.com so all of that integrates into a single calendar so you don't want to end up with double bookings or manually going in to go block it off on the different platforms or now messaging checking the different platforms as well additionally even just the act of leaving a review I can send automat- automatic reviews um, that request nope uh, so I do send now a message after the tenant checks out that automatically pushes every time. I have a check-in restru- instructions that sends out a week in advance and then one day before, uh-huh. and then day of, and then one day before checkout, and then another one. So I have these constant pings that has my voice and, and sort of uh, verbiage in there. What would you say, What random question, what percentage of people actually leave a review once they leave? Does that take a lot, and the kind of second part, does that take a lot, uh, if I, of effort on your end to follow up with them, to, to leave a review? Or is it just one thing where they're happy they kind of do it on their own versus you having to follow up with them two or three times? 95% leave a review. Yeah, with, yeah. without you really having to ask? I ask now before, so Airbnb uh, in particular, and VRBO actually, but they follow up. They have an automated follow-up yeah. process that says, hey, you should leave a review. Hey, how was your stay? Uh, and then they'll leave one, and then I can leave one, or I leave one, they leave one, but you don't show each other until both has, have left a review. Um, but what I found was that in Airbnb and VRBO, it'll say, oh, you know, five stars, and each one will be like four stars, really good experience. Five stars was way over the top, everything. But then when you look at a super host, which they allow you, to then uh, excel in the rankings and you get a badge and things like that, but it, it, it's it's something that you want to be a super host and cool badge. badge or, uh, it's a pretty sweet badge. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> something that I actually wear every single night to that's bed. That's now that, that, that I'm boy. a super host, nice. Are yeah. you super host? Yeah, yeah. Recently, Hell, bro, you did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, if you, it, you have to be a 4.8 stars or better. So if you think about that, somebody giving you four stars thinks, oh, that's that's great. Yeah, right. Actually, it. It's not. It <laughs> just ruined my rankings. And, <laughs> yeah. and thank you. So now I, I have a follow-up that says, Oh, you know, hey, a five star review would mm-hmm. would really mean the world to to us, which us is me, but it really... the umbrella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so those are some of the, the the big key takeaways for me. It's been a great experience. I always see myself having this this place here and um, you know, traveling to it. Having a place that I could come back to, me, my family. I mean, you know, you have friends come and stay here like you're doing today. So we're friends then. Uh, you know, I'm really kind of doing more charity work. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, thank you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think one thing that definitely should be brought up, uh, just very briefly though, is kind of the the regulatory space when it's coming to short-term rentals. You see it a lot of yeah. times in local media and whatnot, changes are making the short-term rentals, having to have licensing, things like that. I know here in San Diego, particularly, you bought this guy, and then we were looking at one just, and maybe you'll see in the background, just a few houses down, um, but we kind of backed off of, and not kind of, we did back away from that guy because of some of the regulations and licensing that was uh, going to be happening here in San Diego. So I think that's something to briefly touch on for people to, to really consider before they jump into a short-term rental game. Yeah, and that is the limitation, the challenge, the the concern really when you're looking at new markets or getting into short-term rentals in general is that there are a lot of cities that are enacting these policies uh, and requirements, legal uh, challenges to be able to say, okay, you can uh, have short-term rentals here. There's no short-term rentals here. There's only a few short-term rentals here. So understanding one if there has been regulation in place to me if they've already made regulation that that is safer in the fact that you at least know what the rules are absolutely so the rules aren't coming later for you like here in san diego for instance they just passed short-term rental policy that said uh only one percent of the overall uh houses could be short-term rental but here in mission beach it could be thirty percent of the overall houses uh, just knowing that this is a short-term rental place. And then secondly is that you can only have one license. Each individual can only have one license. Yeah, that's big. So, um, you know, if you had a 10, 10 different houses, all of a sudden now you got to put it in different people's names or or get go, go long, long-term rental or whatever it is with it, right? So definitely changes the dynamic of what you th- originally thought your investment was going to be. Yeah. So it, it's a, I think that's a good point, too, is any investment you get into, it's always good to have multiple exit strategies in case something like this happens where you get into short-term rental, all of a sudden regulations change, and now you can't perform what you want to do for your business plan, Yeah. and you pivot. But by preparing for that up front, at least you have a plan B to go back to. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if this doesn't work, what what's my next step? Because yeah. otherwise, you don't want to be stuck with the bag. Because yeah. if all of a sudden we had talked at the beginning of the episode, if I, if I had to migrate to a rental for this place, I just cut my in- income by Sign- a third significantly, yeah. You know, and, and now my income doesn't cover the the mortgage here. It doesn't help over there, and so yeah, it changes the entire game. Yeah. Well, cool, bud. It was uh. Nice chatting with you on this little couch of yours. Hey. In San Diego, weather's nice. It was okay having you. Here it was. Yeah. Did I bring the heat? Was I good? Question guy? You did okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Subpart. Okay. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.